Hello, everyone, and welcome in to another episode of the Speaker Secrets Podcast. This is your host, Enrico Ambrister, and I truly want to say thank you for being here. I don't take it lightly. I'm thrilled and I'm grateful that you're spending some time with me today and tuning in. So once again, thank you. Now, whether you're a repeat listener or a first timer, I created this podcast to help all of us become the best public speakers and communicators that we can be. And I aim to accomplish that by providing easy and actionable steps that we can implement in our day-to-day lives. So before we go any further, be sure to just pause for a second, hit that subscribe button, leave a rating, leave a review so I can know how the podcast has helped you so that other people can understand the value that is being presented here as well. Now, before we get into today's topic, I have a special announcement. There is a website called Feedspot, and they keep track of different blogs, YouTube channels, websites, and podcasts. And they do a very good job at keeping track of who's bringing content to the market and rating them accordingly. Now, not too long ago, just last week, actually, I got an email from the founder of Feedspot, and he wanted to congratulate me because thanks to all of you and some of the hard work that I've been putting in, The Speaker's Secrets has been ranked in the top 25 public speaking podcast on the web. And what's so exciting about it is that when I click the link to check the ranking, the Speaker Secrets was number one. And they had a few criteria that they judged the show by. Those criteria were Google reputation and Google search ranking, influence and popularity on Facebook, Twitter, and other social media sites, quality and consistency of episodes, and Feedspot's editorial team and expert review. So I definitely want to give a big shout out and thank you to Feedspot. It is truly an honor just to be on a top 25 list of public speaking podcasts, but to be regarded as number one or the podcast that is really bringing some informative, fresh, and beneficial information. That means so much to me. So I'll definitely put their information in the show notes. And I encourage you to check out some of the other shows as well. Many of the podcasts on there have beneficial information that can help you in your daily life also. So once again, thank you, Feedspot, and I appreciate it. Now, let's get into today's topic. I want to talk about the things that you can't do. Now, personally, I don't like the word can't. I try to be very aware of when I'm using it so that I don't use it. But I wanted to intentionally frame it that way for this episode. Honestly, it should be things that you shouldn't do or no, you shouldn't because these are just suggestions. But I wanted to use the title things you can't do to really emphasize that these are things that you should absolutely stay away from when it comes to getting better as a speaker and communicator. So let's get right into it. I have three things that you can't do, that you shouldn't do, that you should completely stay away from if you want to continue to improve in your speaking. Can't number one, 
You can't pay attention to how your body feels anytime you're getting ready to talk. No matter who you are, if you are a human being, if you have a heartbeat, your body will have some type of physical reaction to you getting prepared to speak. The most common is a fast heartbeat. I always feel this. No matter if I've spoken a million times, every time I go to speak, my heart races just a bit. For some people, they feel the sensation of a dry mouth. I've never experienced sweaty palms, but I've heard that people's palms get really wet and really sweaty. Some people feel as though they have to use the bathroom. So your body will always react in some way. And the reason for that is because you're taking yourself outside of your comfort zone. You're putting yourself in an uncomfortable situation, although it is a situation that will help you to grow. And your body doesn't like being uncomfortable. And it will attempt to save you and bring a level of comfort to you. Many times this is known as the fight or flight syndrome. You have adrenaline rushing through your veins, preparing you for heightened emotional responses. But the thing about professional speakers and even athletes and comedians, people that are truly reaching heights in their individual careers, the thing that stands out about them than a lot of other people, at least one of the main things, is that they don't let their natural reactions control them. Okay, You might be afraid to speak in front of someone, but if you push past that fear, then you're exerting a level of mastery and control. And a lot of high performers are known to really identify the feeling that they wish to feel in those moments and put themselves in that particular emotional state. So your ability to not pay attention to how your body is reacting to you getting ready to speak is everything. The more you can do it, the more you show yourself that you are a master at controlling your emotions and you are able to push past anything that might be uncomfortable, even if your body is fighting and doesn't want you to do it, you're able to use your mental strength to push past it and achieve your goal. So that's a big thing. And that's tip number one. You can't pay attention to how your body feels. It will try to keep you seated the entire time. But instead, you have to say, body, I appreciate that you are trying to protect me, but this is something that I am going to do. And no matter how you feel, no matter how my heart is racing or how I'm starting to sweat, I am going to do this. Okay, let's talk about can't number two. You cannot focus on the faces of the audience. And I want to be very clear by what I mean about that. Okay, eye contact is important. You want to make eye contact with as many people in your audience or your crowd as possible. Okay, so I'm not talking about connecting with others. What I am talking about 
is potentially letting someone's facial expression throw you off your game. And I must admit, this is something that I have struggled with and a lot of times I still struggle with because sometimes when you're giving a speech, you are looking for a particular facial expression from certain people. And sometimes you don't get it. You want people to look interested. You want them to nod and give you feedback, just telling you that essentially they understand where you're coming from. But a lot of times they don't give that to you. And so it's important that you don't allow how anybody looks to throw you off your game. Because one, you can't decipher what someone's facial expression means. You can assume that they feel a particular way, but there's no way for you to know for sure. I've experienced that a lot of times when I'm speaking, there might be someone that has just a really stone cold face or they don't give me any kind of feedback. But after I'm done, they come up to me and they tell me how what I've shared with them has changed them in such a profound way or made them think about something in a new way that they never considered before. So you never know what's going through people's minds, whether it's good, whether it's bad, whether it's indifferent. And since you aren't able to decipher that, it does not make sense for you to spend your energy on trying to figure it out. And then you also have to realize people have a lot of things that they're thinking about. They might be thinking about the food at home, the fact that they didn't feed the cats, their son might have just gotten into an accident and he is far away. I don't know. There are so many scenarios that I can come up with. But essentially, the main point that I want to drive home is that when you are giving your speech, you need to focus on the gift that you are giving to other people. If anything, you need to be focused on what your facial expression is and how you are tying your emotion into your message. You are not responsible for what somebody else receives, for what they interpret. The only thing you're responsible for is your energy and what you're bringing to the table. So you can't focus on other people's faces or reactions. It will throw you off every time and it's all in your head anyway. You'll never be able to figure it out. All right, and can't number three is that you can't focus or obsess over your stumbles. No matter who you are, you will stumble. You will twist your words. Sometimes you use the wrong verb tense or your grammar will be off. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Things like this happen. You're human. It's just a part of being human. But a lot of times what we do when we mess up, we automatically make it a big thing. We apologize and we put a magnifying glass on it. And a lot of times people don't even notice. And even if they do, people generally understand that we're human, mistakes happen. And they generally don't hold that against you. It's not really that big of a deal. But a lot of times we make it more of a deal than it needs to be. So that's something I want to encourage you to do even this week when you're speaking in front of someone and you're messing up or you lose your place within your speech, don't apologize. Just accept the fact that you're human. This is just a part of the learning process and it's just a part of being, all right? If anything, instead of being ashamed of your stumbles and focusing on them, 
in such a way that magnifies them in a negative light. Think about what you can learn from them. What is it that you can possibly do in your upcoming speech or the next time that you speak that can help you to minimize your stumbles? It's all about getting better and figuring out what you can improve on. So I would encourage you, don't make a big deal out of the stumbles, but instead use them to get you to the next level. And I want to add a bonus can't. I definitely have to put this in here. Number four, you can't focus on what people have to say. Like I stated before, you are not responsible for anybody's interpretation. Sometimes you might present something in a way that is meaningful to you or makes sense to you, but it doesn't make sense to that person because that's not their worldview. That's not how they look at it. They might have a different belief based on their religion, their upbringing, just their personal convictions. And sometimes people will not agree with you. I've had moments where I've shared speeches and something that was really close to my heart. I've had people say, well, I didn't like that you did that or I wasn't really a big fan of what you shared. (laughs) And when you take pride in your presentations and your work, sometimes you tend to take that personally because you want to impress others. You want everybody that listens to you to feel empowered and get this education and this knowledge that you're trying to give to them. But that's something that you cannot control. And whatever anyone takes away from anything that you share has everything to do with them and their interpretative abilities and the way they look at things way more than it has to do with you. So I want all of us collectively just to feel as though We can't pay attention to what people are saying. I just can't do it. It doesn't make sense for me to. And I'm not going to stress myself out because I'm going to present my worldview, what I believe to be true, what I'm convicted by. Then you can accept it. You can accept some parts of it. You can reject it. But it's all up to you. And it's no sweat off my back. Alright, so just to recap, the four things that you can't do if you want to become the best speaker possible. Number one, you can't focus on how your body feels. Your heart will race, your palms will get sweaty, you will have a dry mouth and feel as though you need to drink 100 liters of water to get your thirst quenched. But I assure you, that's just your body having the natural reaction can't focus on it you just have to focus on the task at hand the second thing that you can't do you can't focus on the faces of the audience you can't use people's facial expression always to determine how they are interpreting what you're presenting or how it's impacting them some people just have stone cold faces some people are thinking about some other things you can't assume that because someone is looking a certain way that they feel a certain thing. So just leave that battle to the side. Don't even think about it. The third thing that you absolutely can't do if you want to become better, you can't maximize your stumbles. You just have to realize it's a part of speaking. Yes, you might feel embarrassed, but there's nothing to feel embarrassed about because everybody that is a proficient speaker or a proficient athlete, no matter what it is, they've messed up several times. And that's the reason why they're so great because they understand how to take their failure and use it 
as just the impetus to become better and better over time. And number four, you can't focus too much on what people have to say. I definitely encourage you to take the pieces that help you and cause you to think about how you can become a better speaker. But if someone's being negative or they don't agree with what you have to say, that's not your issue. (laughs) That's not your problem. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion. And while it would be nice to get people to understand where you're coming from, some people just don't want to. They might be perfectly capable of understanding where you're coming from, but they might just choose not to because of how they were brought up. So once again, don't make it your issue. That's all I have for you today, ladies and gentlemen. I hope this episode was very helpful to you. If it was, Be sure to subscribe, leave a rating, leave a review. It's because of your support that the Speaker Secrets podcast is listed on Feedspot as the number one public speaking podcast on the web. And I want to hear from you. Feel free to email thespeakersecrets at gmail.com. Leave a comment on any of our social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. And tell me about the things that you think you should do or you can do to become the best speaker ever. And I'm looking forward to hearing that. This brings me to the end of this episode. Thank you for spending some time with me today. I appreciate you more than words can express. This is your host, Enrico Amberster. And until next week, I am signing off.